Buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, transcribed and brought to you by Del Monte Foods, the brand preferred by more women than any other line of canned fruits and vegetables in the world. Not far from the Mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Café Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, The Man from Cairo. I noticed nothing unusual about him when he first came into the tambourine. The typical American tourist, Midwestern, loaded down with movie camera and all the trappings. He was slightly on the hefty side, red-faced from walking more than usual. He mopped his thinning hairline with a silk handkerchief, piled his gear on the bar, and sat down. As I stepped up, he pulled an English-Arabic dictionary out and started thumbing through it. Uh, you won't be needing that book here, mister. Huh? Oh... No, I suppose not. Hey, by golly, I might have known. I'll bet you're from the good old USA. That's right, St. Louis. St. Louis. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. It's a small world. Uh, put her there, Mr. Uh, uh, Jordan. Yeah, well, I'm mighty glad to know you, Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Say, you got a cold? Yeah, uh, slightly, Mr. Uh, hey, Simpson. Simpson's my name. Millard T. Simpson from Cairo. Cairo? <laughs> that always gets them. <laughs> Cairo's right. Cairo, Illinois. <laughs> oh, 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 sure, sure. Well, how do you like Cairo, Egypt? Cairo, Egypt. <laughs> highly overrated. Highly overrated. Yeah, how so? Oh, no offense, you understand. Wonderful people, but here I've wanted to come to Cairo all my life. I've read about it, dreamed about it. Now that I'm here, what do I find? Nothing, Jordan. Disappointing, huh? Where's the excitement, the danger, the dark adventure you read about? Frankly, Jordan, I feel a little let down. Well, uh, I've got a good New Year's resolution for you, Mr. Simpson. Leave well enough alone. And look at all this movie camera equipment. Light meter, filter, special lenses, film case. Set me back $498. It ought to get some good pictures. What I can find, sure. Pyramids, camels, the Sphinx. But not one bit of oriental intrigue, Jordan. Why? Because I can't find any. And that's your problem. Exactly. Wish I could run off some of these films for you. Here, take this one. I got it a couple of evenings ago. 5.30, but you wouldn't know it. It's clear as noon. Government buildings, there are crowds, colors, absolutely clear. Even the hands on a big jeweler's clock on the corner. Oh, sounds great. Say, that reminds me, I'm, I'm about out of film. Well, there's a tourist shop a couple of blocks down. Yeah, I'll try there. You mind if I leave this stuff here like it back? It's awful heavy carrying it around. Oh, not at all. I'll keep an eye on it. Thanks a lot, old man. I'll have something to eat when I get back. I won't be gone long. Simpson dumped his equipment on the end of the bar and breezed out. I had it quiet for maybe half a minute. Then there was more company, the kind I didn't want. He wore a faded fez and a perpetual hunted look. 
They called him Shiva, but I could think of better names. He sidled along past the tables, and when his eye caught the camera and stuff, I moved over his way quick. All right, hold it, Shiva. There's nothing here for you. Effendi Jordan Bay. I only came to pay my humble respects, good sir. Oh, thanks. Now, suppose you move along. Ah, Jordan Bay, what is this? Such a beautiful camera, such a lovely case. Uh, could it be that it is for the rolls of film? They're not for you, Shiva. Break it off. Come on. Oh, but you do not understand, sir. The camera I could not afford. But if the case does not cost too much... Uh, for five pounds, perhaps? No soap. It's not mine to sell. But only for this lovely case... Your price, Effendi. Look, I told you, Shiva. Now, for the last time, Imshi, back out to the street. Not yet, Jordan Bay. Would you... Drop the gun, Shiva. Drop it. But I have been a most generous man. Have I not offered to buy? Now I will take the film as I wish. Why? What's in it for you? Do not stop me and do not follow. What is that? You want to know? Look out the front window. Police! No! Keep them out, Jordan Bay! Keep them out! Not that way, Shiva. Come back here. Where is he, Mr. Jordan? We saw him here. Oh, if it's Shiva you want, he went out through the kitchen. After him, then, through the kitchen. All at once, they were making a Roman carnival out of my tambourine. I followed through the kitchen, the alley door, and watched him race off. Shiva was nowhere in sight. Then I thought about Simpson's camera stuff and got back into the cafe. It was all still there. About then, Chris, my bartender, came on the job, and after a while, we had things about in order. I was writing the last table when who should come breezing in again but Millard T. Simpson, Cairo, Illinois. Well, back again, Jordan. Got just the film I wanted. Did you find any excitement, Mr. Simpson? Excitement? <laughs> Not a thing. Should have stayed here. Why? A character came in making a grab for some of your camera films. Wanted them real bad the way he waved a gun. Oh, but everything's here, isn't it? Well, that's because half the Cairo police caught up with him about then. They ran him through here and out the back door. Oh, you'd have loved it. <laughs> Good try, Gordon Jordan. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, you old son of a gun trying to dream up a wild story just to intrigue me, huh? <laughs> you think it didn't happen? So I'm looking for excitement. You needn't have bothered. <laughs> Look, he only went for your film case. What's in there he'd want? Some mighty good shots, Jordan. Hey, how about dropping over to the hotel for a couple of hours? I'll run off a few of them for you. It's only ten minutes from here, the Royale. No, no, no. I'm a little busy right now. Well, not that I wouldn't like to see him. Oh, some other time then, huh? You know, you're my kind of man, Jordan. Jake, hope to see a lot of you. Goodbye. Simpson and all his paraphernalia were gone then. I guess he decided then not to eat. But I couldn't help wondering about him and about the way Shiva had gone after that case full of film. So I decided to call police headquarters and have a word with Captain Sabaya. Sabaya speaking. Hello, Sam. It's Rocky. Well, Jordan? Uh, some of your boys paid my tambourine a visit a while ago. So I understand. They're after a bum named Shiva. What about? Do not be concerned, Jordan. Shiva always chooses to make things difficult. But did they get him? No. However, we will... A moment, Jordan. Hold the phone, please. Jordan. Yeah? You will come to headquarters immediately. How's that, Sam? What are you driving at? You surely heard me. Do as I say, Jordan, and as quickly as possible. Okay, Sam, I'm here. They find Shiva? He has been found, lying dead in an alley of the Sharia Rabaya. Word came during your phone call. 
Well, what do you want with me? Jordan, I ask you now why you inquired about Shiva. And what was he doing in your cafe? He was there to see what he could get his hands on, Sam. You know what Shiva was like. And you presume to tell me that you called for no other reason? Well, maybe I don't like your boy slamming around my cafe. You better explain that. Jordan, let me tell you something. Two evenings ago, at the height of the rush hour, there was an incredible robbery of considerable money from the government finance building. Without detection, the bandits left the building with the money, lost themselves in the crowd. They disappeared long before the alarm sounded. Government stuff. Pressure from the higher-ups, huh? As you say, it was hoped that Shiva could reveal important information. You understand now the gravity of this affair. Oh, sure, but what would a roll of film have to do with it? Film? I meant to no film. Oh, my mistake, Skibbon. You got a good idea who pulled the job? The pattern is a familiar one. However... I would hardly reveal that to you, Jordan, or our plans for apprehending the criminals. Uh, don't bother to, Sam. Maybe I got some plans of my own. Sam looked puzzled, but he finally let me go. After dropping by my cafe, I wanted a good long talk with one Millard T. Simpson. Just as I got to the tambourine, the phone opened up in my office. Hello, tambourine. That's the name. You were smart. Real smart. I never deny it. By not letting Shiva get that film, you were smart. Yeah, so I was smart. Tell me some more. Just keep the film till I get there. That's all you need to know. There might be. I haven't got it. That means Simpson has. So you know him, too. I know all the right people. You or Simpson, I don't care what film. So did Shiva. Did you kill him? You wouldn't want to be next, Jordan. Your job is cut out for you. Get that film. Sure, just leave your name, address, and phone number. I'll be around. And what's in it for me? It depends. You do it my way or you don't take your choice. Either way, I always pay off. Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. This is the time of year when practically everybody is making New Year's resolutions. And so we have a good one to add to the list. One you ladies won't have the least trouble keeping. It's this. Serve a real He-Man catsup in 1950. Del Monte catsup. The zestiest, liveliest catsup that ever pleased a man. Yes, indeed. That marvelous spiced tomato flavor of Del Monte catsup really peps up a meal. On hash or beans, on chops or steak, on any food that calls for catsup, you'll find Del Monte catsup is a real flavor treat. It does wonders for the flavor of plain foods, and it has a zesty, lively flavor to please the heartiest appetite. One of the big secrets of the marvelous flavor of Del Monte catsup is pineapple vinegar. Catsup experts say the finer the vinegar, the better the catsup flavor. And pineapple vinegar is superlative vinegar. It has a special way of coaxing out all the best flavor of the other ingredients, especially the tempting tomato flavor. Del Monte catsup is the only catsup made with pineapple vinegar. Ask for Del Monte catsup at your grocer's. You'll be glad you did. Now we take you back to Cairo and tonight's Rocky Jordan story, The Man from Cairo. The voice without a name finished his threats and hung up. And I was off to see Millard T. Simpson, Cairo, Illinois. 
I wondered if he knew he was carrying around some film hot enough to kill him just as it had killed Shiva. In fact, I wondered a lot of things about Simpson. He told me he was at the Hotel Royale, and I found his room. Jordan, you old son of a gun. Come in, come in. Hi, Mr. Simpson. Oh, uh, uh, Jordan, shake hands with Miss... Uh... Uh, Fendal, Tara Fendal. Oh, how are you, Tara? I, I must go now. I thank you again, Mr. Simpson. Oh, not at all, not at all. You will pardon me, Mr. Jordan? Oh, sure. Oh, goodbye. Hey, you're doing all right, Mr. Simpson. Huh? Oh, nothing like that, Jordan. Nothing like that. No, sir. Yeah, but I will say Miss Fendal's far and away the most intriguing sight I've seen in Cairo, aren't Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Say, I'll bet you dropped over to see some of my pictures. I'll set the projector up right away. Only take a minute. Uh, something else, Simpson. Ever hear of a little guy named Shiva? Shiva? No, why should I? He's a character that tried to grab your film in my cafe this afternoon. Oh, now, Jordan. You want to know where Shiva is now? Where? Lying in the morgue. Morgue? <laughs> At it again, aren't you? He's dead. <laughs> murdered. Some film of yours had plenty to do with it. And there are others after it. Oh, Jordan, I like you better all the time. Still trying, aren't you? Go see for yourself. Get down to the morgue. Still trying to dream up some excitement for me. <laughs> yeah, forget it, old man. Forget it. Now, uh, which picture do you want to see first? The pyramid? Tomb? The Nile boat? No, just one. You took it in the government center two evenings ago, remember? The crowds, the jeweler's clock. Oh, that one. That's funny. Should have mentioned that a couple of minutes ago. Well, where is it? Well, that's why Miss Fendall was here. She works at the Delta Photoshop where I had it developed. They were so impressed with it there, they wanted to make a copy of it, she said. Simpson, you gave the film to her? Well, sure, why not? She'll bring it back in the morning, she promised. Hey, Jordan, where are you going? Take some advice, Simpson. Stay right here till you hear from me. And keep this door locked. I stopped in the lobby just long enough to ring the Delta Photoshop. No, they'd never heard of anybody named Tara Fendall. So I went moving around the Cairo night, around the places where you can buy anything or sell anything, get information or give it for a price. I found who I wanted in a little dive off in the Muski sector. He was sitting at a table with his back to the wall. He didn't even look at me. Hello, Ejack. Why are you sitting down, Jordan? I don't know you. I got something on my lord, T. Simpson. I don't know him either. That's because he's smart. He kept the real film. Find another table. He kept the real film and gave a phony roll away. He still got it back at the Hotel Royale. They got bouncers at this joint. $50,000 in American money might fix it. Are you going someplace, Ejack? I picked my company. Now my job was to get Simpson out of the line of fire. As quick as I could make it, I had Simpson on the phone. I told him to get out of his room and over to the tambourine right away but he'd find all the dark adventure there he wanted. Next, I buzzed Chris and told him to keep an eye on Simpson after he got there. Then I got to the Hotel Royale and upstairs. I did little things to the door locked to Simpson's room, got inside and waited. I kept waiting, but nobody came. So I waited some more till I knew something had gone wrong. I picked up the phone and asked the desk if there'd been any calls for Simpson. Then I got it. Like the typical American businessman, Simpson had left word where he was going, right to the tambourine. I hit the street, flagged a taxi, and made it to the tambourine in ten minutes flat. And not any too soon. A couple of muscles had Chris pressed against the bar. And another, a flat-faced guy with something like a crew haircut, was working him over with the butt end of a gun. All right, bring it off. Rocky, Rocky, get these guys off Let of me. Let him go, I said. Cut it. Yeah, yeah, like he says. Let the bar keep going. 
Concentrate on Jordan now. I will concentrate on him, Grobeck. Sure, Grobeck's the name, huh? You wouldn't give it on the phone. Rocky, they came in after Simpson. Catch your breath, Chris. Grobeck will tell it. You heard him right, Jordan. I want Simpson. I know he's here. Oh, is he? You think he'd be hanging around here knowing you'd show up? Where's Simpson, Jordan? I thought it... I thought it's the film you wanted. Or maybe you didn't get my message. I got it. Then suppose we talk some sense. It's a little matter of money, remember? Something like 50,000? The deal says 10 with the cops left out. I'd start counting, Grobeck. When I see the film, not before. I can get it. I'm not standing here. Get it, Jordan. Have it here in one hour, alone. You know what? He was going to have company. You get what I mean? One hour, Jordan. Chris, did Simpson come here? Sure he did. He waited here a long time and then started getting restless. Uh, where is he now? Well, he said it was after his bedtime, so I let him go in your office and take a nap on your cot. He must still be there. Okay. Simpson! Come on, get up from there. Simpson, wake up! Oh, oh. Jordan. Yeah, well, I must have dropped off. You bet you did. Slept through plenty. Oh, I always could do that. It's a matter of relaxation. Hey, Jordan, what about the adventure you promised? Well, you're in luck. You missed it all again. Missed what? A guy named Grobeck came scratching for that film. He killed Shiva for it, now he's after you. <laughs> you never stop crying, do you? <laughs> of course, I just happened to sleep through it. It's the truth. Chris here took a beaten covering for you. <laughs> yeah, this is rich. Jordan, you're a man after my own heart. You'll dig up some excitement for me yet, won't you? Ever the next time, make sure I'm awake. But it's real, I tell you. Every bit of it. <laughs> Stop it, Jordan. You're killing me. Why, well, you... Come on. No, 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 no. Wait, Jordan. No, no, no. Jordan, you're going too far. Now, stop it. Get in that kitchen and stay there. I told Chris to lock up the tambourine and keep Simpson there. Then I was out looking for an Egyptian girl who called herself Tara Fendal. I got over to the Hotel Royale and started tagging taxi drivers and picked up fares there that afternoon. It took some time and a lot of piastres, but it finally paid off. One of them said he'd picked up a girl of Tara's description, and for three times the fare, he took me across Cairo, down to a shabby two-story hotel near the Nile docks. I went in, bribed the sleepy clerk for a room number, took the creaking steps to the upper floor, and knocked at 207. There was a sound inside, but no answer. I knocked again. Still quiet, so I laid my shoulder against the door and shut he was there, standing rigid against the far wall. But you are not. Why did you come here? Simpson introduced us, Tara, remember? Oh, Mr. Jordan. But I could mean nothing to you. Will you please go? Sure, that can be arranged. As soon as you hand me the film you took for Mr. Simpson. I... I do not know what you are talking about. Oh, you are mistaken, Mr. Jordan. Please, what are you doing? Yeah, it may take time, but I'll find it. Well, you must believe me, Mr. Jordan. Simpson gave you the film. Where is it? But why? Why would you want it? Yeah, no. Yeah, we're getting somewhere. Supposing you tell me a few things, huh? Why? Very well. I will explain. I I met Mr. Simpson in a cocktail lounge. He liked me. He talked to me about his motion picture. I was interested, so he gave the film to me. And why are you living down here? I I learned later of its worth and danger. I 
I threw it away and came to hide. It's a pretty lame try, Tara. Oh, please, Mr. Jordan. I got one answer. Initials on your purse. T.G. What is your real name? Grobeck? I... Very well. I am Mrs. Grobeck. Uh, sure. Now sit down. I can do better. Two evenings ago, a mob led by your husband pulled a big robbery job at the finance building. Nobody knew what was really going on. Not even Millard T. Simpson, who was busy with his little movie camera taking pictures. But he got everything, including your husband and his boys walking out of the building loaded with cash. He even caught the time of day, 5.30, on a big jeweler's clock. There is no need for you to go on, Mr. Jordan. Maybe Shiva was lookout for the mob. Anyhow, he saw what Simpson was getting with his camera. A big chance to blackmail his boss. Only he got in a hurry and started putting on the pressure waiting for his chance to grab the film from Simpson. Mr. Jordan. Grobeck caught up with Shiva. He had ways of making Shiva tell everything. Then he killed him. Of course, you were in a position to know all about it. Uh, what happened then? Mr. Jordan, please. You must hear me now. Huh? I'm listening. It is all as you said. I... I married my husband a year ago. I had not yet learned of his evil. We of our people sometimes are... More trusting than yours. Go on. I soon knew what he was like. Of his cruelty. I tried still to accept him. To be a good wife. But after a time I could stand it no longer. Yet what could I do? I did not dare to try to leave him. Such a man as he would not permit it. So I remained. Somehow free and yet his prisoner. So this is your way of squaring things. You pick up the blackmail where Shiva left off. No, no, that is not true. My husband ordered me to get the film from Simpson. I did. But then, as I was in the taxi going home, I began to realize, in the hands of the police, the film could prove Grobeck's guilt. He would be sent to prison. It was finally my way of escape. Well, that doesn't explain what you're doing here. When I knew what I must do, I, I became frightened. You cannot realize the terror. I had the driver bring me here to hide. Oh, you must believe me. I'm trying, but how can I? There is a way to make you believe. This film, which I have kept on my person. Here, take it. Are you giving it to me? I beg you now to take it to the police. For me, and gain me my freedom. I took the film, slipped it in my coat pocket, and went out, down the steps and into the dark street. I had to make quick delivery if I was going to make it at all, so I hurried down the hill toward the Nile Drive. Just as I passed under a streetlight, I saw I had not one shadow, but three. Two of them swung me around. It was Grobeck jabbing a gun in my stomach. You got the film, huh? Come on, Jordan. We had a deal, Grobeck. No tailing. Did we? I got a bad memory. You forget to bring the 10,000, too? All I remember is the film. Just hand it over. If I do, you'll kill me anyhow, just like you did Shiva. So what's the percentage? Suit yourself. Jabo, search him. Uh, just say it, Rick. Robic, wait. A man stands in the doorway. Where? There. He takes picture. Grab him. Grab him quickly. Gripping my arms loose and just enough. Grobeck's eye was on Simpson there in the doorway with a camera. The gun wavered and I swung around with all I had. The shot was wild. The gun flew out of his hand and clattered in the gutter. My dive was ahead of him and I came up with it. No, Jordan. Now, I'll chop all three of you. Simpson, get over here. Forget the camera, Simpson. Forget it. Yeah, Jordan, get to a phone. Find one. Call the Cairo police and get him down here. Tell Sabaya I got just what he's looking for. 
Just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns to conclude tonight's story. First thing in the morning, any time during the day, as a mealtime appetizer, Del Monte tomato juice really hits the spot. Yes, as an awakener first thing in the morning, as a pick-me-up at any time during the day, or as the perfect appetizer at mealtimes, A chilled glass of Del Monte tomato juice gives you pleasant, refreshing tomato flavor that really hits the spot. Del Monte tomato juice is fresh-tasting. Just one sip tells you here is real tomato flavor at its best. Del Monte tomato juice is natural-tasting. All the tempting goodness of fully ripened tomatoes picked right off the vine. Del Monte tomato juice is refreshing. Yes, indeed. That fresh, natural, field-ripe tomato flavor adds up to real refreshment. Starts you off right in the morning, is a wonderful pick-me-up any time during the day, and it makes the perfect appetizer at mealtime. Keep several cans of Del Monte tomato juice in your cupboard. You'll find they come in mighty handy. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story. Well, Millar T. Simpson scooted off then, looking for a phone. I held Grobeck and his two willing helpers there in the street for what seemed like a long time. But finally, the police came pouring in from all directions, and it was over. Not long after that, we were in Sam's office. Simpson was still grinning from ear to ear. I breached Sam, and he showed nothing but relief. Oh, it is good to have this affair off my mind, Jordan. Uh, sure, Sam. Clearing up a government robbery ought to get you a good bonus. No, I will take no credit for this. Rather, it should go to you and your good friend, Mr. Simpson. Oh, think nothing of it, Captain. It was a pleasure. Great experience. Oh, say about that film of the finance building robbery, Captain. The folks at the lodge back home will be dying to see it. We must necessarily hold it as evidence for Grobeck's child. However, it will be returned to you in good time. Good, good. Remarkable shot, if I do say so. Color, detail... But that's what an expensive camera does for you. Set me back $498. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, Now, Jordan, the unhappy Mrs. Grobeck still hiding in the hotel on the waterfront. Uh, She must be told of this. Perhaps you would like to... Uh, No, not me, Sam. I'm all finished. (laughs) Well, I will see her. If you will both excuse me now. Sure, Sam. Good night. Uh, Shake, Captain Shake. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) A real pleasure. Yes, yes, of course. Good night. (laughs) Uh, by golly, this is rich, you know. One for the book, Jordan. You sure showed me a time. Gotta hand it to you, boy. Uh, now tell me something. How'd you manage to show up down there just as Grobeck caught up with me? Well, after you kicked me into your kitchen, I got to thinking. Maybe you weren't kidding about those things happening to you, only I was never there, see? So this time I decided to stay with you. I slipped out of your alley window and followed you. It was a good tailing job. Lucky you did. Yeah. Can't promise much about the picture I got of you and Grobeck, though. It was awful dark. But I got no complaints. Well, we'll do it again sometime. I sure wish we could. But I'm afraid it won't be possible. No? Nope. Got to catch a plane for home in the morning. Sure hate to go, Jordan. After tonight, Cairo's going to seem like a mighty dull town. Cairo, Illinois, that is. For 
the finest in tomato flavor, enjoy the whole family of Del Monte tomato products. Del Monte catsup and chili sauce. Del Monte tomato sauce and tomato juice. And Del Monte whole peeled tomatoes. Remember, buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Rocky Jordan, transcribed, is written by Larry Roman and Gomer Cool from a story by Kathleen Height, and stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jay Novello as Sam Sabaya. This program is produced and directed by Cliff Howell, with original music composed and conducted by Richard Arant. Larry Thor speaking. Remember you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is... Smokescreen. When it's real corn patch flavor you want, just ask for Del Monte corn, either golden cream style or golden whole kernel. Yes, if you want rich, sweet, melt-in-your-mouth butter tender corn, look for Del Monte, the brand that always puts flavor first.